We're going to start Simon Reish Nun Gimel. Simon Reish Nun Gimel is a, a Gishmaka Simon. It has some things that are not relevant to us and some things that are relevant to us. So we'll take it as it goes. So Machaber starts off in the beginning. It's something that's not as relevant to us. Um, the concept of a Tamchoy, we mentioned already from the Archa Shulchan, that it's not, it was something that Chazal um, abolished. There's different reasons why why it was stopped um, throughout the generations, but it was, um, it's something that that for sure came came to a closure, the concept of a Tamchoy that was, that was around for, for so many hundreds of years um, that it came to a stop. So the Mechaber starts off talking about the Tamchoy, so I'll just go through it a little quicker. I'll explain what what he's saying, but um, it's not as relevant to us. It's not, we don't have a tamchoy. So someone that has food enough for two meals, then a person should not take food from the tamchoy. So the so the Taz explains what what was the tamchoy is t- tells us um, that it was a ka'aragadaylahi. It's a large plate. It's a large. Uh, the gabayim used to go around the city, and they used to collect food. It wasn't money; it was actual food. And they collected the food from the different people in the city, from the balabatim in the city. So this was a daily occurrence that uh, that everyone in the city was that they distributed two meals to every single person in the city. That was that was something that was that was given out, that, and everyone had enough enough food for those two sudas. So this was something. Um, it's similar to what you do see in some shuls in Brooklyn that the the gabayim you'll have some very loyal hush of a people that go around collecting, beginning of Rishon and Gimel. That they that they go around collecting food and there's 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 different stores that will drop off food, so. At that point in 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 the in times of Chazal, then the Gabayim were in charge of distributing, making sure that everyone had enough food and that no one took more than they were supposed to, and a person had to be eligible for that for the for uh, to have to be able to collect from the Tamchoy. So it was only for people that on, that didn't have that didn't have food for um, any meals, or or he had one meal. If a person that had already two meals, then he did not collect from the Tamchoy. However, so so just a um, just a, a piece of history. Uh, so it's interesting. The the Taz and the Shach were really um, they 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 overlapped. the The Shach was a little younger than 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 the Taz, um, and the the Taz when he says it, he says he says. He's explaining what the Tamchoy is, and and he's explaining what telling telling us what the Tamchoy is. The Shach already says This is what they used to do. This is what they had. That there was two things. That there was one thing that was called a Tamchoy that gave out food. Then there was a Kupa of which was which was money that was collected from like from Shabbos and Shabbos. They didn't come for it. I think it's Tom Cleaver's a big 
So the the, Aniyim, the Gabayim used to give it out. They just distributed it. So I'm just saying, just a point in history, it's interesting how the, how the way the Taz is saying, it seems like it was something that was still relevant in the Taz's times. And then and the Shach is saying, this was what used to happen. So it seems like that it may have stopped at some point, at some, some point around when the, when the Shach was living. And then the Shach quotes a smack and, and that maybe it was a drop earlier because of a smack save simon reish samach zayin that didn't kupa v'tamcha ini noyeg biyameinu. So, so and the shach is saying, is it just a dine kupa? So it seems like it stopped at some at some point around around when the shach when the shach, shach was alive. At some point, maybe it was a little before the shach that, that that's when they stopped this concept of a kupa. Um, when they stopped stopped the tamcha and the kupa. So the mechaber continues. Kupa, uh, money? The kupa was money that that they got that they got money for for the week, and people got that they they every every of Shabbos they came, and they they got a, a money to be able to carry them through the week. The tamchoy was someone that had less, didn't even have two sudas, then he got food. So that's when the chaver continues. Yud dalit sudas if a person has fourteen sudas, akupa. At that point, he shouldn't take from the kupa because he has enough money. So that he could last through the week, he has enough for two meals every day, and now he'll be able to manage throughout the week. So therefore, he does not take money from the kupa as well. Now, if a person has two hundred zuz, so a, a zuz, um, so this was this was the amount of money that they needed, the average person needed to live for a year. That was um, it was two hundred zuz. Um, today's day and age, it would seem like um, very little. Um, a very little amount of money, but that was their, that was the amount of money they needed to live on for a year. So if a person has reish zuz, if a person has two hundred zuz, then ve'enin noise. So now the mechaber differentiates an interesting point that someone that has two hundred zuz ve'enin noise ve'nesim bahem, and he's not using it for his daily spending. He's not doing it for. He's not using it for business. Or he has 50 Zuz. And this is what he's using for his business. Then, So someone has, that even if a person doesn't have money for a whole year, but he's using his 50 Zuz, and he has money that he's using for, um, for, for spending, so it's not that money's locked away, but rather he has physical money that he's, that he's using. So even if a person only has a quarter of a year's worth of money, a person only has 50 zuz, then at that point, lo yitol tztaka. A person should not take tztaka, and that person is off the charts, he has enough money to last him, that he has physical money to last him for a quarter of a year, then that person should not be taking tztaka at all. Vim yesh lo zuz chaser dinar, but however, if he has 200 zuz minus one dinar, ve'enei neise v'neisim behen, and he's not using this, so that's money on the side, even if they're going to give him, so he does, he does, he he has less than two hundred, and then this the halacha is loyital. He should not take that money. So this is it's not so relevant for us, but interesting. I saw the Birke Yasef says an interesting point. He says the gematria of tzedakah is what's the gematria of tzedakah? Two hundred. No, try again. Fifty. No. But Tzadi is 90. Okay. Um, Dalit is... 
94, Kuf is 194, and 5 is, the hay is 5, is 199. So someone is eligible for Tzaka if he's only making 199 Zuz. Once you hit 200, then he's off the charts, then he doesn't get Tzaka. That's what Berkei Yezus says, is the Gemachi of Tzaka, is to tell us this halacha of someone, uh, of someone once you're earning 200 Zuz, then, then he's, he's off and he does not get Tzaka anymore. That was just... What's the equivalent of a zuz today? It's 196 prutas. So if you take a pruta at about... Each zuz is 196 prutas. Um, so if a pruta is about, let's say, let's say just for argument's sake, we put it as a quarter, which is high for a pruta. Um, so that's... It's about $50. That's, uh, right, so it's $49. And... And then times two hundred, so you got, huh? Right. So it's almost two thousand, almost ten thousand dollars. So it's somewhere around there. Um, do we say that a person is able to live on on ten thousand dollars a year? I don't know. Could it be. Huh? Well, food alone. I don't know. So I mean, I, I would think I would think that today that the number the number is clearly adjusted um, with inflation, and it's the the number of what a person would need to live on for a year, and so I would assume that it's that it's more than that today. Um, that it's not it's not locked at two hundred. Those that was the that was the normal. Um, in, yeah, but in, they, get, by they them. get food stamps and the and the and welfare and WIC and well, all that. Well, that's that's like the Coupa and the uh, time. Right. No. So Beryl said. Ba- Beryl's making a good point that if someone has all those other programs, he would need stucca. Then he would not need stucca. Um, that because he has, I mean, we would we would include that in in how much money does the person actually have. So if the person has enough money, if he's taking taken out of the this stucca bracket through his through all these other programs that he's on, which the other other things that he's eligible for. Then, then in a then we would not, we would not be giving him tzedakah. So also, the poverty level is a lot higher than the tzedakah level. Right, for sure. For sure. Um, okay. So the Ramah says an interesting halacha, and this is something that I always have this question: is the Ramah is addressing a a question? Is there's there's someone that's collecting tzaka, and he goes from city to city. He's on he's on the road. He's let's say a mishalach comes from Eretz Yisrael. He's collecting money for his for a for his aniim or for he has a number of families or let's say for just for him himself. And he goes around collecting, and now he goes to the first balabas that he knocks on the door and he gets two hundred zuz. Is he allowed to continue? Because right now he's not an ani anymore. According to this halach, he has enough money to live for a year. He's not an ani anymore. So let's say so. So let's say let's say the first balabas gives him twenty five thousand dollars. So now he's not an ani. Like like, is, does he have the right to continue collecting and saying that I'm a poor person? Well, they they had that story of the two brothers, and they, once they said, "Who do you give to?" He says, "I give to this guy down here." He says, "Does your brother know about?" It? He says, "Of course not, because if I told my brother, uh, he wouldn't be needing." He wouldn't. He wouldn't qualify to be uh, for me to give stucca to him. Why not? Because his brother would give him, and then he wouldn't have. Oh, him. So, okay. so obviously, 
um, they totally believe that, yeah, if he has 200 zoos, you know, now I'm, I'm not saying they're using that zoos today, but, but I'm saying that, yeah, that, that, that would, he would, he wouldn't call. Right, right, but, right. But most likely, well, if he's collecting for himself, it's simple, but if he's collecting for an organization or something, it's So, so, so let's, let's put it that he's collecting for himself. We're talking about Aniam with someone that, that, that collects for himself. So, so the Ramah says, Misha Helech Mibesai. When I say I'm early era, a guy's traveling from city to city, and his intention was that I'm I'm traveling. Let's take this guy. He's uh, he's going from Ashram, and he's and he's coming to the United States, and he's going to go around many cities throughout the United States, and he's going. And his intention was that he's going to lekabets and that's what he plans on doing. This is what what his intention was when he left his house. So the halacha is nikra pam achas. This is all referred to as one time. And what does that make the difference if it's all considered one time? So now if the first city gives him 200 zos, So now, as long as it's considered one trip, then he's allowed to continue collecting. So he doesn't count up and decide that he's not an ani anymore until he's finished that trip. So, and 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 that's similar to the to the to to the Ramesha has the discussion of someone that's collecting for a um, that today became very common in Eretz that they collect for an apartment. So not only do they collect that they need to make a chasana, but they collect for an apartment for the young couple. So is that where where does that fit into the halacha tzaka? A person needs money to to live for. For food, and that's what we found. The halach of an ani is that someone needs the food. Where does it come in that we that we get where that it becomes my obligation just because that guy can't afford an apartment? So now it became my obligation to help him buy an apartment for his children. If I give somebody what I consider to be tzedakah, even though he's at a point where he doesn't need it, isn't it still tzedakah? The guy, if the person traveling from town to town already has has his two hundred suits, and I give him some, isn't that tzedakah? And then to extend that, if he's he's basically collecting more than what he needs. Well, so, so there are, that's what the Ramah is saying. The Ramah is saying that he he's still considered that ani, and I'm allowed to give him number one. Number two is he's allowed to continue collecting, because the halacha till now is this is a halacha for an ani to know that once he reaches the two hundred zuz threshold, he's not allowed to collect anymore. He's not allowed to come to tzedaka anymore. So that's that's a halacha for an ani to know. It's not for me to know. And me to start interrogating where you holding. So if he's collecting, I could assume that he's up to that. He's so still he's still at so that point. So can society determine that he needs not only a year of parnasa for the custom kala, but he needs to add the cost of an apartment as what he they, he needs to get before they're no longer needing tzedakah. So so possibly. Possibly. So, so, so I'm going to get I'm going to get to this question. Uh, get back to this question in a moment. Um, when we see the second half of the mechaber, the, the second half of the mechaber now, which which we start, this is where we're up to now, says something. It has a very interesting um, discussion, and it's it's a it's another discussion that, um, I guess, with a close group of friends, I could share it. I could share this, and I'm being recorded, so I could still share it. I guess. Um, I had this question as as a younger man, and I was learning in Kyle. And um, life wasn't always so easy. 
Um, life is not always so easy in Kail, and sometimes you're living paycheck to paycheck or below paycheck to paycheck. And there was a point that someone, someone, someone gave me a relative, um, gave, gave me a little bit of funds and go use it on whatever you wanted. So I said to my wife, I said, okay, well, we're going to use it for food. We're not going to use it. She's just like, but his intention really was that we should be going on vacation. I said, well, if we're taking money from someone, we can't start using that for vacation. Like, if we're if we're taking money, then then we have to use it for for basic necessities. It's not for and I I and I still feel this way is that in Ani, I would not want to want to see him sitting on the Bahamas and telling me that he found money somewhere else. If he's collecting, then he wants to, then he gets money. There was a similar situation. A couple I knew that the mother gave gave them a maid to clean the house. X number of times a week, the daughter said, you know, I would rather have the money and get my necessities. She says, your, your husband's a Talmud Chacham. He should go and get from the community. And you know what? She probably is about right. I, I don't know that she's right. I, I, I don't know that she's but, right. But I, I know that okay. the, the school used to have a fit with the people that, you know. Okay, let's, uh, I, don't, I, I, I don't, I don't want to go there. I don't want to go there. I, I'd rather stay away from that. So well, you're right. There's there's these for something that isn't a necessity, but they want you to have. Um, but she didn't give them money. Right. Her so, so that goes into the question of of that's that's control. Okay, of the, person I, I, of the giver. Right. Is right. Is and but but the truth is, a giver has has the ability to decide that. They, they do. And a, a giver is allowed to say, "I'm giving this money specifically for you to do." X with, and if you don't want to do it, then then I I'm taking back the money. The, uh, the whoever is giving the money has the ability to make that condition. But he didn't give them the money; he gave that service. Right. So they never had that money. It, it's Correct. Different. If they gave Correct. you the car, you could sell the car. But if they are, if they're leasing a car for you, you can't sell that car. Right. It's not right. yours. Correct. Fine. So let, let, let's see this machaber. The machaber says an, an interesting halacha. Someone's taking stucca. Someone's coming and is collecting stucca. What is his first step? At what threshold is he allowed to collect staka? Do we expect him to sell off his belongings first before he comes on to other people? No. A person, person has lots of things in his house. He has, he has tables, he has chairs, he has jewelry. He, he has all these different kinds of stuff in his house. At what point do we say, okay, so now he's collecting, but like... Some people, go first before you come on to other people. You have valuable stuff in your house. Well, the, some people would expect it, but from what we've learned here and from what Rashi did, walking in front of the person, oh, figure that very you good, don't, very you good. Don't, okay, the guy fine, is fine. So to that. I, I want to get to that, and then that's going to answer our other question. We're, first, let's let's read the halacha. That's a very good point. Hold that point. That's a fantastic, fantastic idea. Let's see what the mechaber says first. harbe. If a person has a lots of belongings, a lots of stuff, who So he either so a person has a lot of stuff, a lot of belongings in his house, but he's these are collaterals that he has that are owed to other people. Then he's allowed to take staka because even though he has lots of belongings, then they're technically loaned out. They're not really his because they're because he borrowed against them already. So that's the first halacha. 
Now, number two halacha. A person owns a house and he has many belongings in his house. But he doesn't have any liquid cash. He doesn't have funds to go buy food for a year. He doesn't have he doesn't have enough money for a year. The is a person is allowed to take tzedakah. He's allowed to take tzedakah. He does not have to sell off the belongings in his house. Even if he has gold and silver ornaments throughout his house, he does not have to sell it off. That's the Mechaber starts. The Mechaber says, one second. Let's qualify that halacha. When do we say this halacha? When those silver and gold things are his bowls and his forks and his spoons. They're his utensils that he's going to eat with. Umalbush, or if it's his clothing and he's wearing expensive designer clothing, then that's umatzais, or he has, or he has comfortable mattresses and he has com- comfortable bedding. ali. So I'm not sure what magreda is. It was some kind of like like massager or some kind of like scratcher that they that they that they used for their bodies. Or ali was a is the is a like a butcher block. Or something that that it wasn't, it was it was some kind of other item. Shehem shall kasef. So a guy has a silver back scratcher, for example. Let's say that's that's what this case is. Something something like something along those lines. Then Allah is meicha. At that point, he has to sell it. So if it's his. What was that? It says in Brigo Hagola Shemagad. But it was some kind of scratcher, something something that they used to scratch off. Um, uh, the, I don't know if it was pimples. I'm not sure what they used exactly for, but they that's what they used to clean themselves. But this guy had a silver one. It wasn't just a regular regular scratcher that he had, but he had a silver one. So at that point, the halach has the mechaber says then that he has to sell. If it's his food utensils that he does not have to sell, but if it's these these other for for his for if it's something else, then he will have to sell it. And that point, and he does not take take from tzaka. So and then there's another another aspect of the Zalacha that he's allowed to take tzaka. But once he's at the level that he's so poor, that now he needs to start going on to the kupa, which was the money that was made for the, for the next level of ani, that he doesn't even have food for a week, then at that point, If he starts coming to the kupa that he needs money for the week, he doesn't even have enough food for the week, then at that point, he does have to sell even his even his utensils that he used for food. So, okay, so we'll, we'll get to the Rabbah in, in a moment. So, this is a, a, a halacha of when does a person have to start selling his stuff? And what about other utensils that are not, are, so we saw two extremes. We see food items, and then we see his back scratcher that's made out of silver. What about the regular items in his house he has and the the Taz and the Shach both discuss uh, quoting quoting the Torah how about his Menorah or a Menorah was probably referring to a regular um, uh, candelabra that they had 
and they had they had different different things to keep, keep give them light. It doesn't mean literally a Hanukkah menorah, but it means a, a regular a regular um, lantern that they had. That if they had a silver candelabra, what did they do with that? And what about a shulchan shal kesef? They had a silver table. So I'm not sure who has silver tables, but uh, they're talking about this guy that now, right now, he doesn't have any money left, but he has silver tables. So does he have to sell that? So the Taz and Shach say different, different ways of explaining this halacha. What is the criteria that requires a person to start selling off his stuff? At what, what point is it that he has to start selling his stuff? So it says the Shach, he says, he says what is the, what, what's the criteria One second, where is it? So the way he says it, he says that a shulchan a menorah that a person would have to sell, and he explains, says the shach, she'en gufei mamish, she'en gufei mamish nenemehen. He doesn't phys- physically, his body is not benefiting from those items physically. So, meaning that the fact that a person has a silver table there's no difference between a silver table and a wooden table. Go get yourself a wooden table. Why do you have to have a, have a silver table? What's a silver table giving you more? You're not benefiting from it. Your body is not benefiting from it. And, for example, the back, back scratcher. The fact that he has a silver back scratcher, go get a wooden back scratcher. It's not going to do anything different. It's going to treat him the same way. It happens to be cosmetics. It's not gonna, it doesn't have the same value. It doesn't look the same. But that's not, that his not, he's not gaining from that in a physical way. If he's not getting from it in a physical way, then there is no, then, then at that point he should sell it off. What if he had like a fancy mattress? Yeah, they didn't Meaning just a pretty one? A fancy mattress, like one of these nice... Assuming that it's not any... Yeah, mean, no, so if it's more comfortable than in a If it's more comfortable than, if it's more, the mattress is more comfortable, then, then that's, that his body is gaining from it. But, if it's just a, it just has nice designer pictures on it, or if it's nice, or let's say it's equally as comfortable, and it's just a designer name, designer brand, but they were both made in the same factory by the same company, and one got this label on it, and one got the other label on it. Then you could sell the label. Then you could sell the label, that's a good idea. <laughs> or, or you could go swap it out and get the other mattress, and that won't, that's not the designer one, but it's equally as comfortable. Um, I it's just um I guess that's a pet peeve of mine, is I I had the opportunity, so it's confidential. I'm never allowed to share any of the information, but I had the opportunity. I interned with the OU um, for one of their summer courses um, a number of years back, and it was I did a three week in- internship, and. So you have the have the benefit of going to many companies, and when you walk into the company, then you could then they take you always to the label room, and in the label room, suddenly you see that the same box of of matzah that's coming out, and everyone wants this specific company is really the same matzah, and it's just and the same company is just boxing it for five different places, and the bottle of ketchup and pretzels pretzels is like that, and canned. Can, uh, canned items, canned vegetables were like that. We we saw that, and there's so many of these companies 
that are doing it for so many are, are there. They just private label and and it's just if you know these things then you know it's exactly the same same item inside the can um, and in the container and it's really it's just a different packaging but it's really the same company it's the same quality same product inside um, there may be that some companies will end up sitting on the shelves longer than others um, which for the consumer may taste the drop different but uh, very often they're they're very similar products just going into different different packages um, so that's just okay so um, I think the same thing is for designer things um, very often it's the same item and one has a fancy label inside one does not have a fancy label I know that um, many people will d- disagree with me but I, I think I'm going to stick strong to it but <clears throat> so so the, so the shach says that a person will have to sell off if, it's, if his, per- his body is not gaining if there's no benefit for his body so then he'll sell his silver table and he'll get a wooden table and he'll have to swap that out and similarly the, the, shach, the ta says it, says it similar But um, he says that, he says that a drop different. I'm not, I'm not seeing the words of the Taz right now, but he says, uh, the Taz makes another point, and he says, he says that we should just remember that their tables that were, were referred to over here is very often that they had private tables. Every person, like the Gemara Sachem, that every person had their own table in front of them. And so he sa- says, but today's day and age, that we have one table for everyone. So then for sure, if there was a private table and a person had a, had a private table of silver, then, then, then we would sell that off. So, now let's get to, Beryl had, had an unbelievable kasha. That, and, and I think it's, it's just a, a, a blatant, a very open question that, that to ask on this halacha. Is we're discussing selling off different items. We learned this halacha already, that it's our obligation, we learned this halacha in the beginning of Simon Reish Nun. In the beginning of Reish Nun, the first halacha in Reish Nun, is what do we give an ani? And the first halacha is we give de machsayre lashi It's a that that we give we give the person whatever he's missing, and it goes so far that if he needs if he needs designer clothing, we're going to give him designer clothing. If this guy needs a silver table, we're going to give him a silver table. If he needs a silver back scratcher, we're going to give him a silver back scratcher. Whatever this guy is lacking, that's what we supply for him. Even to the point that even if he needs a servant to go run in front of him and, uh, and a horse to, to ride on, then we're, we supply that for him. And that's a, so- a story that the Hill, Hill himself went running, in front of, went running in front of the guy. So how, how do we contrast these two halachas? Now we're saying saying that now the guy so now the guy has to go sell off his silver table and, and, and a few halachas earlier we were saying that we would buy that for the guy. If that's what he needs then we, we, we would give it to him. We supply that. I think the conflict was based on the community's ability to support him. In other words they wouldn't take away from another honey to, in order to give him a higher um, Okay, good. Fine. So that that would make sense, but so you're saying that the threshold in the city is much lower, and the, and we don't have the funding to supply 
to supply more than food, so we give just food. Is there a distinction from somebody who was wealthy and lost it all versus oh, somebody very good. who's always... Very, very good, very good. Well, that was the so, distinction. So, I, so I, I, th- I think we mentioned that 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 that, that halacha yeah. then is the shittim kibetzes in Ksubis when discussing discussing this halacha mentions that mentions that hal- that idea that this halacha of of supplying for someone and even these and going way beyond what we would think the call of duty is the halacha of demach uh, like is talking to a wealthy individual that he became poor, but he adds in another, another point, that no one knows about it yet. And we're trying to protect him from the embarrassment of, of, of it going public. So we're trying to keep his, his dignity, and we're trying to keep him at that level that people don't know yet that he lost, that he lost his money. So we're trying to supplement that he should be able to live in the same lifestyle that he was living till now. So that's the halacha that is that we're giving him that way he's, he should be back on his feet for, and we gave the example that, that individual that everyone's collecting for um, collecting from Amparim and, and now he's on Temche Shabbos. So we're trying to keep him at a, at a certain level and a certain dignity that people shouldn't have to know that, that people shouldn't know that he lost, that he lost any money. That that's the shittim kibetzes and ksubis, and that's 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 number one answer. Number two answer is the Rama in Simon Reish Nun is I think the easier answer. It's the easiest answer. The Rama says that the halacha of when do we supply it nira techols de begabeit staka rabin biyachar. It's when there's a gabeit staka or there's many individuals. Avol ina yachid mechuyev litin laani demachsere. I don't have an obligation to supply someone else the amount he the amount he's lacking. The fact that he needs a horse, that's not my obligation. My obligation to Hokasaka is to give the guy food. And that's what so there's a the so the Rama says the difference between a private obligation versus a public obligation. So that Sibor as a whole has an obligation to supply him with what he needed. But the individual does not have that obligation, and it's and in each individual will just give him the food. So, which is I'm not sure how the, how if that's a good answer really because our halacha is is talking about the tzibur, but I guess it's, it's talking about the yachid also. So I think that I think that answer would work as well because our halacha a person wouldn't be able to collect from a from a a yachid from a, an individual. If he still had all this silver in his house, he wouldn't be able to go collect from the individual, but the Tzibor may have an obligation to bring him up back to the level that he was at. A third answer is, and I I think to me this resonates the most, and when, when I give Tzedakah to someone and I'm giving money to an individual um, because because I'm told I'm uh, I hear I hear someone's story and I feel very bad for them, and I'm gonna I'm gonna pull out my my checkbook and I'm gonna write them whatever check. Is what am I intending to do? I'm intending them to try to pull them out of that pit that they're in, that rut that they're in, and I'm trying to help them put food on their table. My intention is not 
to supply someone with a silver table. Because you know what? I want a silver table also. And I'm not, I don't have a silver table. So there's, a, there's an element of a person, a person to go and collect. When I'm giving him, there's an oimidas, there's an assumption when a person's giving money is that, is that we, we go on how, what the Naisain was, was wanting to do. And if the Naisain is giving money for a person that he's, because he's starving, or because he's eligible for halacha of tzedakah, so that means to me is that he doesn't have the 200 zuz to live on. So now he's eligible for tzedakah, so now I give that to him. If someone has the money to be able to, you're right, it's a mitzvah to give him, to give him a tremendous amount. And to give him a sos lurk of Allah. But that's not that's not my intention in Hilchasaka. In my my what I'm thinking is I'm giving a guy food. So therefore it has to go towards his food. It's not going to go and we assume that that's gonna to go towards the food and we're going to, and it's not gonna to go towards the towards buying him a silver table or a silver back scratcher. So I think that answers also, Dr. Hartz, what, what we were discussing, what, what you mentioned earlier about the concept of buying an apartment. Is there a certain point that that becomes part of the necessity? So I, if, I remember, if I recall correctly, I think that's the way Ramesha says it. Ramesha says that at this point, that because it became part and parcel of a, an Eretz Yisrael, that this is part of the mentality and this is part of the um, necessity in order to get married and that both sides will buy the new couple, will they'll join together and they'll buy the new couple an apartment. So therefore it became a necessity. So therefore it's the imidas, it's the it's the assumption of an of someone giving money to a new couple to uh, uh, when someone's collecting for for a poor a poor young kala chasan in Eretz Yisrael that it's not only going for the chasana, it's not only going for the basics, but it's going for the apartment as well. So there's, there's besides for this, um, the basic assumption that's able to change based on the assumption of what people understand on both on the giver and on the receiving end, which is that's able to change. And there, therefore, our obligation is to uh, generally is to supply just the food. And when a person's really in need, when a person's re- re- really, really at that point, and now in Eretz Yisrael, then it's, it seems like it's able to be adjusted, and that may have been adjusted, and that it, it will go towards an apartment as well, and that is, that is an essential need, and that they're allowed to collect for that, and that's considered an ani, and that would be part of the mitzvah staka. So Mitzvah Shem will, will, will have share again on Thursday. Um, next week I'm going to be out of town. Um, there's a, huh? As, as, right. For this Thursday. Okay, fine. It's, I have a possibility. I'll send out a message if I'm canceling. But I may have something the following Tuesday as well. So if, if that's the case, then I'll send everyone a message. Okay, Yashar Kayach, and have a great night.